Welcome one, welcome all. Glad to have you. Hour number three of the Bill Michaels Show. Hopefully you are enjoying this uh, this April 18th day of flurries and melting snow and mashed potatoes all over your yard and car and the bluck that's out there. But we know finally there is some light at the end of the tunnel. Later in the week, we're going to get into the 60s. And then we're going to hit into the 70s, albeit with some rain on Saturday, depending on what part of the state you're in. And it looks as if we are going to at least climb out of this a little bit by the end of the week. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a call, you can. Chime in on the program. Always welcome it. 877 867 1670. Also, if you want to find us over on Twitter, you can do it. Find us over on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can find us there. Always appreciate that. You can find us over on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, absolutely free, by the way. Go to YouTube.com. That is YouTube.com. And uh, you can uh, find us uh, at uh, by Bill Michaels Show. Bill Michaels Show. And you're good to go. Simple. There you have it. Uh, 877-867-1670. Best way to get a hold of us. Um, this one's from Mark, and Mark says, um, do you think Christian Yelich power numbers will go up as the warm weather hits? I think so. I hope so. I I, I do. I will get more into that coming up here momentarily. Uh, but, yes, to answer your question, it's kind of an obvious um, thing when you get into some of the ballparks like Great American, obviously Miller Park or American Family Field, uh, you, Chicago down at Wrigley. As the weather warms up, yeah, the ball will fly a little bit better. So hopefully those numbers start to come up. But, man, I'm just – there's been a couple of balls he's just roped and they just haven't had enough steam to get out of the ballpark. Uh, the story from last week, the big bombshell to the House subcommittee was that the House subcommittee did an investigation. They went through emails. They were going through different things regarding ex-employees and that they found the Washington commanders to be cooking the books, basically. Well, they have come out with a statement today, a letter, a 22-page letter written by the team attorney Jordan Siev uh, and addressed to the FTC. Uh, in their chair, Linda Kahn, or Lena Kahn, I should say, re- re- it basically rebutted everything. Said, that's not true. Well, I didn't expect them to go, well, okay, you got us. You know, said, that's not true. That they, And they exactly the way this has been painted from the beginning is that this Mr. Friedman, who was one of the vice presidents of the team at the time, uh, when all of this was supposedly going down, that he's this disgruntled employee. That's what the way they've painted this guy. Okay, they say they have text from him, text from him, uh, basically begging for his job back, wanting to come back with the team, talking about what a great guy Daniel Snyder is, uh, emails, uh, all that kind of stuff. They they're they're just painting this guy as a rogue employee, and he did all this on his own. We didn't condone it. We cut him loose when we found out about it. Here it is. Uh, so and. They are saying that the House subcommittee had no right to look into their finances. The letter also points out that the team is subject to yearly audits by an outside firm and that 
uh, for several years. There was an NFL auditor there from Ernst & Young. Um, all this different revenue, they say, was, you know, was accounted for. Nothing on a separate set of books. So now we're going to see what happens. Finally, the letter, by the way, said the team did not approve of what they called Friedman's practice of selling general admission tickets to brokers. Friedman was saying that he was told to do this. And then when the blank hit the fan, then they're the ones that said, no, he was doing it and hung him out to dry. That's what part of this argument is. That he said, look, we were instructed to do all of this by Daniel Snyder. Snyder says, I didn't know anything about it, which we all think Daniel Snyder's is a, a slime to begin with. But the uh, the investigation continues on. And now we're gonna wait for we're gonna wait for the next shoe to fall. But John Keim from ESPN got a hold of this letter from the Washington Commanders uh, to the FTC and the Federal Trade Commission and, and such. And now we'll see what happens. But they they say, hey, look, uh, we didn't do this. Uh, this is a rogue employee. This And they're only citing the one one guy. They're not citing others in this. This was all brought up because of this Mr. Friedman, who was cut loose by the team. But there now it's he said, he said, and now we'll wait and see what actually happens. Bill, do you think there's anything here with the fact this is a Washington football team? with how Congress might handle it differently. So I was thinking about that when I saw this headline come up. They're, they were obviously going to deny it. I was thinking about the timeline and the fact that, I mean, they are in the backyard of, of Congress, yeah, obviously. I My opinion, and it is and always will be, that they are looking, for those that don't like the NFL and the antitrust and those who want to get their name in the paper, they're going to come down hard. Uh, and Daniel Snyder has... I, I think it's between Daniel Snyder and the NFL. The NFL has acted with arrogance for so many years. And it's not until they threaten the antitrust that suddenly the NFL drops to its knees and says, okay, please don't touch us. We'll do whatever you ask us to do. I got to think that it, the entire investigation, this all began because of sexual harassment innuendos, which turned out to be true. And this was supposed to be this big investigation to a hostile work environment. And remember, we all questioned it when the only guy that got hung out to dry in this investigation, which was done internally by the Washington commanders in the NFL, was John Gruden, a guy that didn't even work for the team. So that's when the red flag went up for everybody saying, well, wait a minute, you know, you're conducting your own investigation and Daniel Snyder's not implicated in any of this. And then when the girls finally went, when the ladies, women finally went to Capitol Hill and they put their story out there, that's when all of this really became, it really became real because the allegations were so sensational that the subcommittee said, look, we've got to look into this. We can't, this is five or six or seven different women that came to Capitol Hill Expose their stories and all their ridicule and everything that was going to be heaped upon them to say this is what it's like to work for that place. And we can't continue to do this. So they started to look into it. And then they found other employees that said, yeah, all this stuff goes on behind the scenes. And it's all Daniel Snyder. And he insulates himself by firing the minions that he tells to do it. But he'll fire you if you don't. So you do it. 
And then when things go bad, he fires you and hangs you out to dry. So that's what that's what the argument is for all of this. Now they got to look in to see what exactly happened and see where the money actually went. This is going to be something that's probably going to take uh, another two, three, four months at least before there's any decision made. And then we'll probably hear about this on the eve of the start of the next season uh, of this upcoming 2022 season. And then they'll, you know, the NFL is going to be thrown back into another light by the time it's all said and done. But I never expected them to admit it. I didn't expect Daniel Snyder to step down because the Washington commanders are an extension of his ego. But what I am completely baffled by is no acknowledgement of anything from the NFL. I, I just has there been a statement by Roger Goodell on any of this? Not that I've seen. I haven't seen anything either. Not even the, the traditional look. We are aware of what's going on. You know, we're gonna you know let the investigation proceed. We are looking into this matter very seriously. None of that. None of it. So, I just you know I'm I'm a little baffled. By unless Roger Goodell feels that he's got politicians deep enough in his pocket that he has zero worries, I can't fathom why the NFL hasn't come out and said anything. I, I just I'm a little stunned by that. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to fire us up uh, something, give us a shout. You can go ahead and do so. Um, in the meantime, getting back into the uh, the, the baseball thing, side of things with Christian Yelich, uh, Cheddarball says, feels like a step back uh, year for the crew. Four straight years in the playoffs, no upgrades to their offense. Hard to ask for a fifth straight uh, appearance. Pitching is great, but if you can't score, it doesn't matter. Um, but pitching is the game. I agree with you. Look, 4.2 runs per game on average. That's what you look for. 4.2 yards or 4.2 runs per game on average. That's what will win you a lot of games. Brewers won yesterday 6-5. They lost 2-1. They lost 10-1. Then they won 5-1. 4-2. 5-4. Lost 2-0. Won 5-4. You see what I'm saying? Anytime they get over four runs per game, they're going to win a game. Whether they have the offense to sustain that, I don't know. But if they get there with four runs or more, usually they're going to win games because their pitching is so good. When you say, here's the here's the argument. Let me ask this question. When you say they didn't do anything to upgrade the offense, um, yes, I would have liked to have seen them go after hardcore Freddie Freeman. I would have loved to have seen that. It would have it would have, would have cured two ills. I I one hundred percent agree. Um, they did upgrade a bit with McCutcheon going for the DH. Their power numbers are are very much lacking. That I'll give you. But what else did you want them to do? What, what because. They banked on the fact that Christian Yelich was going to be Christian. I, I keep going back to that. They're banking on the fact that Christian Yelich is going to hit. If he doesn't hit, they're not going to win a lot of games. It's that simple. 
right? They're, they're just not going to win a lot of games. So what what else did you want them to do? 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. What else did you want them to do? By the way, the Brewers, when it comes to power numbers, 27th in Major League Baseball through the first 10 games. Most teams have played at least nine. Most teams have played at least nine. The Braves and Padres have both played 11. Most everybody else is at 10 games. The Cardinals have only played eight. Cardinals have 12 home runs in a season. The most is by the Angels at 15 home runs. Toronto at 14. The Braves at 13. A slew of teams uh, at 12, including the Cardinals, and it goes from there. The teams that aren't, Pittsburgh at 5, Baltimore at 4, Kansas City at 5, the Tigers at 6, Washington at 7, same with Tampa Bay, the Dodgers, the Reds, and the Diamondbacks. Now, the Dodgers are expected to be a good team, so it's a little odd. Their power numbers are down, but every and Tampa Bay should be good. But everybody else, those, those are all the teams that we're picking to lose their divisions. The Brewers with only five. And the Brewers right now, when you look at team batting average, the Brewers are 23rd. 23rd. The only teams worse than them, the Diamondbacks, the Reds, the Twins, the Tigers, the Orioles, the Royals, the Astros are starting out slow. Other than that, it's the Brewers. 23rd in batting average. Now I know if you want to go with OPS, okay, let's go with OPS. The Brewers are 24th in OPS to start the season. So, again, yes, I would have loved to have seen a guy like Freddie Freeman come into this situation. What you were hoping for is a bounce-back year out of Kane. You bring in Hunter Renfro. You brought in McCutcheon. And you're hoping that Yelich bounces back to being Christian Yelich. Colton Wong didn't have a bad year last year. He's off to a slow start. Adamas didn't have a bad year last year, but he's off to a slow start. So those numbers, you're hoping, come back around. But the big, I mean, you can't ignore it anymore. You can't just kind of make excuses. You got to look at Christian Yelich and say, you need to have a year. And I'm not saying he has to hit 300. But for Christian Yelich, he's at least got to be a 265-plus hitter. He's at least got to give you 20 home runs and drive in at least 80 in that particular position. Otherwise, the smart thing to do would be to move him down the lineup, bat him 6th, 7th, or 8th. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Bill Michael's show continues on. And uh, I want to remind you that uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And at Pella, 
they uh, not only have terrific windows and doors, but uh, you start doing math. Uh, and I know doing math on the air kind of sucks, but if it benefits you, why not? Think about this. You got three windows at a patio door, save 500 bucks. Not a bad way to go. Buy six of them at a patio door, 1000 bucks. Buy a dozen. That's 2000 bucks when you add a patio door. You get the math. If you got a patio door that needs to be replaced and you got a few windows around the house, you put that all together, you start saving all kinds of gauge. That's what our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin doing for you right here, right now. It's that simple. Check out our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com. That is Pella, P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Or call them. Uh, for, or excuse me, uh, 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855-PELLA-WI. And all you got to do is add a patio door. The more you add uh, window-wise, throw the patio door in, the more you save overall. And they'll come out, they'll measure, they'll custom cut, manufacture, assemble, and then put those things in your home, clean them up in as little as a day, and make your home more economical, more efficient, which is what we all want. And uh, be able to save you some money over time. It's just the way it goes. And they can finance it. They have all kinds of different programs available. They have six different lines of windows and doors. They have uh, the, um, you know, kind of the economical, if you will, fiberglass window, the impervia. They have the economical vinyl windows. You really want the higher-end windows, you can go to the wood windows. Traditional, contemporary, whatever it happens to be. Different hardware, different interior, exterior Roll screen, slider windows, so much from our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com or call them 855-PELLA-WI. That is 855-PELLA-WI and see for yourself. So uh, the update on our poll question, the over and under on Christian Yelich hitting 15 home runs this season. 56% of you are taking the over. Uh, actually, it's back to 55. 45% of you are taking the under. And we are closing in on 380 votes. We are at 377 votes right now. If you want to follow me over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, find it there. Um, this one's from Warrior Pe uh, Poets. Says, I don't even care. Uh, if he hits 10, I'd rather have him uh, just be able to slap a single or a double when called upon, the inability to even get out of the infield uh, or everything falling short of the warning track is pretty depressing for a former MVP. Uh, Mick says his on-base percentage is pretty good, and that, that's my key for him. The home runs will come. And uh, then you got Ryan saying, oh, yeah, put the on-base percentage argument out there. He's not paid to get walks. That's my point. That's my point. I agree with you. He, the the on-base percentage, not terrible. But right now, he's second on the team in strikeouts. The on-base percentage is decent, taking some walks, which means you're usually seeing the strike zone pretty good. But when you're seeing the strike zone pretty good and you're swinging and missing, you're not catching it. You're not catching it. 877-867-1670. If Yelich was the old Yelich, the offense is fine. But since he's not, they need somebody to pick up the slack, whether that's a free agent or someone in-house already. See, for those that say, and we're getting a lot of this today, Gambling Graz, uh, Mercenary Dave, 
uh, and pain pill uh, hit us up over on uh, on Twitter. For all of that, when you say the owner isn't spending enough money, my argument to that is he did. The player that you're relying upon is not giving you what you're needing, or at least what you're expecting, out of that contract. I don't put that on the owner. Now, again, you could have upgraded. You could have upgraded the first base position. Okay? But let's be honest. Out of that first base position right now, that's not your problem. Rowdy Telez is off to a fantastic start. He's got a home run hitting 296 on base percentage of 367 and an OPS 885. 14 total bases, five RBI in the season, three doubles. What He couldn't be doing much more than what you want. Colton Wong's off to a slow start. Willie Adamas off to a really slow start. Hunter Renfro off to a slow start. Tyrone Taylor has made the most of his opportunities, but he's still not hitting anywhere near what he was in spring training. Remember, he was hitting over 400 at one point. Only 182 on the season and 22 at-bats. couple of doubles. Big one again yesterday. Drove in some runs. Omar Navarez, 211. Lorenzo Kane, painful at 158. But Christian Yelich, hitting 200. Don't give me the on-base percentage of 359. Yeah, he's he's got seven walks in the season. He leads the team in walks. Fantastic. He's seeing the ball. He's seeing the strike zone. The contact isn't there. 11 strikeouts. But you're paying him to beat a man. I always think it's funny when they put Christian Yelich's numbers up there and they say, you know, such and such from whatever team coming to take on Christian Yelich in the Milwaukee Brewers. And they put in a 359 average and you're like, what? And then you realize that's his on-base percentage. <laughs> Christian Yelich in the OPS of 659. What? The bottom line is, and I know people don't like to hear this, but money does not always equate to numbers, but money is based upon the expectation of what you've done and what you should be able to do. The more money you make, the higher the expectation. It's only fair. So I don't know what it is about... Hands off. You can't, you can't talk about a player who is struggling, okay? Oh, it's early in the season. I agree with that. I'm not saying the season's over. Never have I said that. And I certainly hope that he has a tremendous year. What I said at the end of the year, what I'm looking forward to, is 265 or better. 270 would be fantastic. Give me 20 to 25 home runs, about 70 to 85 driven in, and, and you're good to go. That's a good season for Christian Yelich. That's a good season for anybody. But for the money you're paying him, that's a pretty good season. Right? That's at least a trend upward from where he was to where he is to going back to where he was. You get that. But 200? 220? 240? No. Under 15 home runs? Under 70 driven in? You know, that's 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 not what you're that's not what you're looking for. That's not what you're paying for. That's not what your expectation is. 877-867-1670. Correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, let me know. Want to hear from you.
Give me your thoughts. Stay tuned. More of Bill Michael Show next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Portion of the program brought to you by our friends at the Water Doctors. John Alley and the Kang. They've got a fantastic product, which is by far the best water softening system I've ever had. And I've had numerous. Uh, and when I found the uh, Connecticut water softening system, it was like hands down, done. Put it in the house, never let it go. I've taken it now to three different houses. My third house here, my, hopefully my last. Uh, I brought it with me. I just, I love this thing. The Connecticut Water Softening System. Go see for yourself. Don't take my word for it. Go see for yourself. Take in your water to be tested, even if your water is currently being softened by someone else. Go to h 2 the letter o doctorscom That's h2theletterodoctors.com. Or call them 262-549-7733. 262-549-7733. And, by the way, they support veterans. That's the best part about it. They support the Custom Canine Service Dog Academy. And uh, for veterans that need service dogs of many different types, whether they're just therapy animals or guide dogs or what have you, the Custom Canine Service Dog Academy, they support them as well. So, again, go to h2theletterodoctors.com, h2theletterodoctors.com. We talked about this on Friday that Kelvin Joseph, uh, the cornerback with the Dallas Cowboys, was being looked at as a person of interest in, in, in regards to a shooting that had taken place while well, he met with the Dallas Police Department. And since then, a couple of uh, arrests have been made. Uh, on Saturday, police announced the arrest of Aries Jones, who is 28, and Tivion English, 21, of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, in connection with the homicide. Joseph's attorney said on Friday that Joseph was a passenger in a vehicle from which gunshots were fired that killed a man last month, but he wasn't the shooter. According to surveillance video released by the Dallas Police Department, there was an incident between a couple of groups of people. One of them included Joseph and Ray. Uh, Later, shots came from an SUV passing by as Ray and his friends walked to their car. Again, 2.01 a.m. in the the morning, uh, police responded to the shooting, and uh, there was a person transported to an area hospital where he later died. According to many sources, the Cowboys had encouraged Joseph to meet with the police regarding what he knew of the incident. And apparently he went in and said, well, these are the guys that were in the car. This is who did did the shooting. Um, The NFL says they're aware of the investigation. No, No other charges have been filed. Kelvin Joseph's possible connection to this incident, the organization was aware of. And that's the reason they encouraged him to go uh, to the police department and come forth. The Cowboys selected Joseph in the second round of the 2021 draft. He played in 10 games last year, a couple of them starting. But uh, they're saying, well, he knew about it but didn't fire the shots. The argument being made is, again, one, you're hanging out with these guys. Two, you're in a car that shoots and kills somebody, and you don't say anything about it. You didn't call the police. You didn't point the finger originally until you were busted on videotape. So now we'll wait and see what, if anything, 
happens to uh, Joseph. Now, again, he was not the guy that pulled the trigger, and it could have been completely innocent where he just was in the backseat of the car and said, dude, what the hell are you doing? And the guy shot somebody, and then he has to, you know, kind of point that finger in that direction. Maybe he called the attorney first, but that being said, uh, he, uh, as of right now, has not been arrested or charged. Uh, but Kelvin Joseph, after he goes and talks to the Dallas Police Department, immediately two others are arrested. So an update on that story that we were, we were following from last week. And in addition to that, uh, some people teaming up, but for a good thing, not a bad thing. Uh, Tom Brady said, we tried to make this a tag team cage match, but the lawyers said our contracts wouldn't allow it. So the Capital One's The Match is back on June 1st. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady against Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. I'm just having a good time out here with Tom. So it's Brady and Rodgers against Allen and Mahomes to be broadcast on TNT. How about that? So you're not bringing in professional golfers. You're bringing in two other quarterbacks. But this time, you're teaming up Rodgers and Brady rather than having them go against one another. I've said all along, man, Rodgers wants to be Brady. He wants to be Brady. He's getting as close to him. I just don't understand sometimes with Tom's work ethic and his drive and how he goes about his business and getting guys together and bringing them to high schools and trying to work out in the offseason and trying to get on the same page with everybody, how Rodgers does the opposite. I'm not going to camp. I'm not going to work with these guys. I'm not going to show up, not until I have to. So there you go. Just find it interesting. Playing golf instead of going to OTAs. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, he's going to be out with Tom Brady hanging out. You know, it's two weeks after that match, Bill? Um, no. It is the annual renewal for the Green Bay Country Club golf membership. Oh, there you go. So I wonder if any of the big J's in attendance are going to ask Rogers if he's coming back this year. Yeah. Well, well, we know he's renewing this year because he's coming back. What if he doesn't we renew? Know th- and then chaos ensues. Oh, well, well, we'll we'll pay attention to it. It'll be a non-story if he renews. It'll be a story if he doesn't. It'll be a huge story if he doesn't. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers does not renew membership this year. That'll set the Twitter world on fire. On fire, people will go nuts, lose their damn mind. So we'll pay attention to it, but it's only a story if he does not renew. Or if maybe, you know, like, wouldn't it be a bigger story if his credit card got declined? (laughs) Uh, Sorry, Mr. Rogers, Uh, you know, your credit card was declined. We'll need another form of payment. Nope, nope, nope. We're not taking a check. We're not taking a check. Something's going on there behind the scenes. Turns out he was an investor in the Washington Commanders. Or maybe all the crypto and Bitcoin currency has not necessarily transferred over. By the way, speaking of that, um, Bitcoin, you can now buy Bitcoin. I was at a quick trip. And you can buy, there's a Bitcoin machine there. Like an ATM. Yeah. It's like an ATM. 
People have explained I, it to me. I still, for the life of me, cannot understand how cryptocurrency works. I don't either. I don't either. It, and to, to people that are in banking, um, they don't fully comprehend how this is going to sustain. It's not like gold or silver where there's a pound equals whatever or per ounce equals whatever, and this is what you ultimately get. This The, the cryptocurrency goes up and down, and I, I don't know. I, I don't want to misspeak here because I'm sure there's somebody out there that's a, a brilliant brainiac when it comes to cryptocurrency. But yeah, you can actually the the uh, the the quick trip in Waukesha, right off of ninety four. I stopped at to to get some gas and and fill up and and went in to get some cash, and the machine next to the ATM, which is like an ATM, I looked and I'm like, well, that's a different color one. What is that? And it's Bitcoin. You can purchase certain levels of Bitcoin through that. I don't even know how to do it because I don't even know. I would assume you have to have some kind of a an account opened already or something. I, I don't know. I don't know how it works. But, yeah, right there. So it is becoming more formidable as a form of payment or transfer. There you go. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. ESPN Steve says, watch out, Tom, for a knife in the back. Nah, see, Brady's his guy, man. Brady's the guy he wants to be. He wants that same level of respect. Brady's got it all. Brady's got that swagger. Brady's, you know, got that that panache. He's got the rings. And for as smart as Rodgers is, and he's a smart dude, as smart as Rodgers is, Tom has a different fire, I guess. I, I, I don't know. I, I, Tom is all about championships. Rodgers is all about proving people wrong. Ultimately, you prove people wrong by winning championships. But it just seems like there's two different, while both drive these guys to be great, the agendas and goals are different. 877-867-1670. So anyway, I digress a little bit. We- uh, stay tuned. We- Go ahead. Are we sure that Rodgers is not in any chicken business or Brady or Mahomes or <laughs> Allen? Because that could be an all-time protest. Someone coming out and chaining themselves to a uh, golf cart? No, they impale themselves with the flagpole. Oh, see, I don't want to see any impalement. But I could see them coming out and gluing their hand to the cup and not allowing the cup to be visible. Therefore, no putting. You'd have to, you know. Try to get around this person to drop it in the drop it in the hole. See somebody throwing themselves out onto a green, running out of the bushes disguised as a tree. Something something like that. See that happen. Okay. 877-867-1670. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You got to hit it, make it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, make it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, make it, rock it, put it in the pocket. How we looking? Bill Michael Show. 
We uh, continue on and glad you're with us on this uh, on this 18th of April, the Monday. Brewers coming up tonight, taking on the Pittsburgh Pirates back at American Family Field as the St. Louis Cardinals now out of town. Give you all the coverage coming up uh, later tonight, tomorrow, and you can hear the Brewers on many of these fine stations as well. I want to remind you that our friends Dan and the whole gang at the Social House getting ready to open up that spacious new addition uh, completely now. It's just about completed, and I saw the new patio has gone in on the outside. Beautiful place. Can't wait for the summer. Can't wait for the summer. But the kitchen is fully open now. The chef is back. The staff is smiling. The pancakes are flowing on Sunday. All is right with the world again. Stop out and check out our friends at the Social House. Social H-A-U-S. House. Social House. Go out and see them and uh, tell Dan and Allison and, and Emily and everybody out there we said hi. I got to get over there. I'll see Dan this weekend for sure, but uh, got to get over there again. I uh, can't wait for riding season. Oh, my goodness. I'm hoping to get the motorcycle back maybe on Thursday when it warms up. Maybe I'll make some arrangements for that then. Uh, but, yeah, I, uh, I'll be out at, uh, as a matter of fact, Wisconsin Harley tomorrow, right after the show. But got some announcements coming, too. Awesome. I didn't even bring this up. But regarding the motorcycle ride, the Big Units Poker Run, our 15th annual, our 15th annual this year. Can't believe it's been 15 years. It's just, it's so good. But our 15th annual motorcycle ride benefiting Fisher House, Wisconsin, is coming up on, so put the date down, please. It's coming up on, it's always the Sunday of Labor Day weekend, Sunday, September 4th. Sunday, September 4th. We ride for uh, veterans and their families, and please put it on your calendar, Sunday, September 4th, and uh, we've got some na- announcements coming. Some really cool stuff happening, and uh, I, it's it, there's some things that are just about solidified. I'm just waiting for the ink to dry, and as soon as it does, oh, we're doing it right. And we've got some things that we are going to surprise you with this year, and we are not going to tell you about. That's the That's the cool thing. Some things that are actually going to take place this year, we're not going to tell you about. You got to be a part of it to be to be there to see it. So I can't wait, can't wait. Yes, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Find us and thanks to Dan and everybody over at the Social House H A U S Social House, and kind of go from there. Um, uh, Mark says uh, he says first of all, Christian Yelich, uh, even if he doesn't have the power, as long as he's hitting balls off the wall, that's okay. Doubles are run scorers as well. True. Hey, look, if he has a season in which he hits 280 and leads the league in doubles, I'm good with that. That's fine. But but again, you're paying for production. I, I'm I'm. Why is it, Ben? Can you tell me this? Tell me why Christian Yelich is getting a pass from so many people. Well, I mean, the. Mm-hmm. The way I look at it, he started the season with kind of a hot series in Chicago. And at least a pass the last couple of years, I totally get. But right now, he started kind of hot. He showed you a little bit of glimpses with at least hitting the top of the wall. He was making mm-hmm. good contact. And then he struggled in the last series. I just think everyone is so early in the season that they're not going to freak out yet. That they're not, they haven't seen prolonged struggles. And maybe the glimpse to start the year is carrying them through. Okay. See, I, I don't understand. I, I Look, I get the fact that he's a fan favorite. Uh, no problem. Completely understand that. Um, but I don't understand 
it's early in the season. I'm not coming down on Christian. I'm not, okay, because people think that I'm coming down. I'm not coming down on him. Look, I, I, I'm hoping he has a tremendous season. It's, it's too early in the season to be jumping off uh, of the ledge. My point is when people say that Mark Atanasio didn't do anything to bolster the offense, no, he didn't go out and get Freddie Freeman to play first base. But, Rowdy, that's not their fault right now. It is the guys that are depending on the Colton Wongs, the Adamas, the Kane, the Yelich. They're not. They're not producing. That's where. That's where we're at right now. They're not producing. However, the guy that's the biggest paperweight when it comes to payment for productivity is Christian Yelich. So he's going to always have the target on his back. And if he does not produce and doesn't give you the power numbers that he was producing, then he's got to produce in other ways. Because they, they did spend the money. They paid Christian Yelich. That's that's my issue. But people go, well, he didn't do enough. Well, you know, Mark Antanasio, well, yeah, he did. He didn't spend extra money, but what you're hoping for is that Christian Yelich has a bounce-back year. And if he doesn't give it to you, that's not Mark Antanasio's fault. That's Christian Yelich's fault. Mark has nothing to do with that. That that's that's the argument I'm giving. I, and again, I I'm not coming down on Yelich. I'm not. It's early in the season. They're sitting at 500. They're a game back. It's it's take it easy, breathe easy. Go out and enjoy the game tonight. I'll see you at the game. I'm going to the game tonight. Just enjoy the game. Go out and watch some baseball. That's fine. But eventually, things have to start to equate to the back of your baseball card. Because where they are right now, it's, it's 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 not great. So consider yourself as a Brewers fan semi-lucky because they're at 500 and they haven't even played anywhere close to what we believe their potential to be. So I'm giving you, I'm I'm giving you sun on the horizon right now, rather than the glass is half empty where there's nothing but clouds and thunderstorms. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Uh, our buddy David says Yellow should not be getting a pass for anything. In the long run, he's the reason why uh, they'll lose some of their stud pitching. Can't afford everybody. The clock is ticking, folks. Which that's a great point too, because eventually you're paying Christian Yelich a lot of money. You're looking for that productivity. He's going to have to make up for some of the pitching that eventually leaves because they don't have all the money to pay them. Which is a, a very valid, very very uh, correct statement. 877-867-1670-877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free to do so. Talking more baseball after the top of the hour, as a matter of fact. You'll be talking with Andrew Wagner, uh, Forbes.com, and we'll chat with him a little bit about this team and about, uh, well, maybe, just maybe, um, Christian Yelich and where his place is in all of this. We'll get into this discussion coming up after the top of the hour, so stay tuned for that as well. Another hour yet to go. The Bill Michael Show continues on. Hang in there. Andrew Wagner's joining us next, getting your thoughts, your phone calls, and such. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. 